And here we Oof. are. Welcome back to Content Content. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we took a little Father's Day sojourn, so to speak, for a handful of reasons. Not least of which is that Michael Gomez is a proud and good father, and he deserves a day off. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was nice i think to have it. that was that was a good day to take off and uh i where was it that you went again was it michigan i went to michigan that's correct very nice um, i've never been to michigan so you gotta tell me a little bit about that there. yeah you know well i've never been to michigan either like uh i have gone i've traveled a lot along the east coast and played a lot of shows and stuff like that I drove out to California when I was in college with my dad, so I did a lot of the um, middle United States through the Nebraskas and the Oklahomas and the Arizonas um, and seen all that stuff. So oh, that's a good, states, by the way. That's a good amount of uh, sightseeing you've done. That's the thing. You know, I'm really not well-traveled. When people are like, oh, I've been to Europe and I've been to Asia and stuff like that, I don't... I've, I went to Canada once. <laughs> I, went to, I think I went to Mexico once. Uh, I haven't seen the whole world, but I've seen a lot of this country. Gosh darn it. Um, and this country is gone. beautiful. U.S. is it's beautiful. True. You know, that's the thing, beautiful. actually. If you're in Europe, it's very easy to bop around to other European countries because it's the same thing as going from Vermont to Pennsylvania yeah. in terms of, yeah. like, distance. Um so, but I, the one area I'm, I'm rather unfamiliar with, haven't gotten out to, is that very northern kind of thing. Um, so Michigan was beautiful, I, I must say. It's very, it was warm and nice out there. Uh, we were, I was by Lake St. Clair, which apparently is not one of the Great Lakes, though it is a great lake. <laughs> it's a great lake, but it's not one of the Great Lakes. How many Great um, Lakes are there, I wonder? I believe there's five. There's five of those? Uh, Michigan, Huron, Superior, and the two other ones. <laughs> I feel like back, I'm back in like the fourth grade. I know. Seriously. That, was on, that was a question on, on one of the tests. Definitely. They, everybody, they thought it was very important to know the Great Lakes. <laughs> the Great then. Lakes. It's true. <laughs> I don't remember Ontario those. Ontario so. was one of them maybe. I, I can't remember. Um, but yeah, man. And it was nice. I had a friend of mine who's from Michigan, lived in New York City, pandemic hit. I was like, you know what, I'm going back home. Just bought a house. Very congratulations to him. Um, little backyard situation. Nice house in the neighborhood. It was a grand old time, Mike. And um, boy, oh boy, as we were just mentioning, uh, I am very much not looking forward to returning to regular life. Um, yeah. It, it, it's difficult. <laughs> it's difficult. <laughs> Uh, anytime, even if you take like one or two days off from work, it does kind of, it's really an illustration of a universal principle of positivity and negativity that, uh, while you may well enjoy those couple days off, it does kind of make the mm -hmm. re-entry back into regular life, uh, qu quite difficult, uh, or more difficult than it otherwise would be if it was just after a weekend or something like you're normally kind of used to. And so maybe this is an argument for never taking a vacation <laughs> no you gotta you gotta do it sometimes i suppose yeah i kind of can you hear me yes okay yeah. i wonder if if because I'm, I'm being told that my mic has you, no volume 
you were a little quiet uh, at in, the beginning, but I do think you're much better now. It's better now? Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, that's that's one of the things about vacations. It's like um, you kind of, you go you go away, and I, I always complain about this. You go away, and I, comp- I think I complain about it more than most people. Um, <laughs> you go away, and you kind of like, I mean, I complain about it when I just go to a, like a park for a little while sometimes and then come out of come out of there back into the rest of the world it's kind of like um that reality check man it's it's uh um you know it's like since all all i do is watch Grey's anatomy now so (laughs) what season are you i'm far along i'm like on season (laughs) 11 we're 11 i started from the beginning and i'm on on season 11 I don't yeah, know. Okay. I'm scared to find yeah. out. <laughs> so At some point you're going to come into the present day. <laughs> there's something that they, they say a lot in the show is that um, life is like a carousel that never stops. Indeed. And it's like when you go on vacation, I think you get that, um, that feeling of like the carousel stops. Yeah. But it really doesn't. So it's, like, it's kind of like a, like a, like a magician's trick, you know? Like, a, like one of those visual tricks, a sleight of hand. So you're on vacation <laughs> and you're being tricked. Yeah, that everything's yeah, because... stopped. That everything is like, oh, this is great. If, and the truth of the matter is, if 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 you f- if you were able to stay in that situation long enough, the trick would wear off its power. That's true. And too. and you'd you know you'd start <laughs> to fall back into the same state. Mm-hmm. It's the change, you know. I think we need change. Um like yes, like like on Father's Day. Um yeah, there you go. Navi said it. Worst Navi thing knows. about vacation. Yeah, it's coming back. Yeah, it's true. But uh like even on on Father's Day, I didn't really want to do anything and and Erica had planned out something really great and uh to go to the beach and everything. And even though I didn't want to, like, it was the best thing in the world for me to, to go with, with the family and, like, just appreciate, you know, what we have as a family together. And uh, I love the beach. I love nature. I love the beach. All that stuff is, you know, I'm, I'm a sucker for that stuff. And just the change of scenery, you know, it was it was so um it was kind of like it was healing for the for the time, you know. The carousel didn't stop, you know, but at least for that day, it was like it was just great. You know what I mean? And I think that's the thing, you know. You 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 went to Michigan, you go there. I go, I go I climb my little mountains here and there, and it's just wonderful. But you do have to go back. The carousel doesn't stop, and. Uh, you really don't get off it, you know. It's almost like you you you, you trick yourself, and and it's it's like something weird. I don't know, but I I mean I I'm well, not saying don't do it because I want to do it all the time. So sure, <laughs> the family wealth hits different when your mind is just a little at ease. Yeah, I agree with that. Not for and sure. Yeah, it's as if uh, the carousel doesn't stop spinning. Um, you were able to jump off it for a little bit, but then you do have to jump back onto yeah. it. Yeah, 
is a security guard because it puts you back on. It's whipping around, and you yeah, gotta time like, it right and jump what's back. What's this guy on doing off the carousel? <laughs> hey, hey, get him out! Get, get, get yeah, him out there's here. some big, some big tough guy, in, you know, in the spirit <laughs> world. It is, it is a fair point too, though, Mike. That if you technically were on vacation all the time, you would inevitably just develop a new series of things oh, to yeah. be stressed about. Listen, I, I've done it before. We, Which does yeah. feel a little bit like being trapped. <laughs> it doesn't. Unless you're busy you enough. escape the carousel. If you go away and you're not busy enough, it, it'll, it'll happen. You know, like busy enough as far as like, um, you know, like we're going to go do this this day or we're going to do, do that. It, it, it'll kind of like, at some point, it, it's going to flatten out. Right. And that security guy is going to toss you right back in there. Obtuse, obtuse. Welcome back. Hey. You'd no longer be on vacation. That's the thing. The yeah. nature of a vacation Good point. is it specifically a small amount of time. That's right. You'd no longer be on vacation. That's excellent. Damn it. Good one. Good one. Thank you, Altus. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, that's the nature of it. And that's what makes it great. The, the like, um, yeah, the, the whole thing of it is that. Right. So you stay there long enough. And it's true, and I've experienced that. We moved, uh, once we lived in the country for about three or four years, um, and that was like a dream. And But I'll tell you what, man, after a while, it you know, at first it's like you're on vacation all the time, especially growing up, like, you know, in the city. Um, so it's like, wow, this is amazing. You know, I was next door to a farm, but after a while, it really does wear off because it doesn't, it's no longer, like I've too said, it's, it's no longer a vacation. So it's kind of tricky, you know, you, you, uh, excuse me. It's, it's like you think you found a hack, <laughs> but then the hack hacks you, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, it's one of those deals. It's like, oh, you think you found something. You know, it is a universal question as to where, um, and I wonder if this is part of the modern condition, or I wonder if this is a human nature thing. I often think it's very difficult to figure out exactly what is human nature, yeah. because we're so affected by the circumstances around us. But this um, penchant toward taking things for granted. Yeah, um, that's a good one. Because even if something comes to you at a very important time, or uh, has a very profound impact on you. Mm -hmm. um, if you give it enough time, you will almost inevitably begin to take it for granted. And um, I wonder if that is a, a product of the, the sort of modern condition. Because yeah, I think... Yeah, it, I know there's I some science behind that too. I don't know what it is, but... I think you you could make an argument that like because we live in this world where we we constantly have to be working, and oftentimes I think about uh, you know we we're constantly rushing towards Friday, you know, and then we get to the weekend we're trying to cram as much things into the weekend that we can, and then Sunday night rolls around and, oh God here we go and then we're constantly rushing to Friday. And then we look back at 10 years in our life, and we're like, how did it go so fast? Mm. Like, well, we were really rushing through a lot of it. Um, and, yeah, it, it's like, 
probably that has part to do with why we take advantage of things or don't have the time to maybe, and I guess we've talked about this kind of thing, but a lot of mm, spiritual work could be merely slowing life down, um, which is hard to do. So we got a comment here. Abdu says, I don't live like that. Credit to you. And I think... uh, Props to that. Like... But it's hard. That's hard to do. Yeah, I, th- I think um, it's 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 like uh, one of the things that that I throw into that, which is kind of gonna feel like I'm coming out of left field. Mm. Um, I think that, and the, the, I, I wish I knew more about the science behind this, but I feel like we are problem solvers. Like we can't help it. Like this is like. At least for me, I can't. I can't speak for everybody, but um, you know, I like making music because every time I sit down, it is solving a math like like a mathematical equation, just a lot more fun, you know. So I'm putting these things together, and they, this sounds this way, this goes with that, and then you have so much uh, to solve and to create, and um, I think that uh, those states of peace. Although they are wonderful and necessary and very much needed and appreciation, you know, just these like, uh, they're like going to the gas station of the spirit, you know, just filling up. Um, so I think they're necessary, but I also think that the, the reason they don't last, even if you stay in that situation is because we're like wired to get this like joy out of um look I, it looks like I got frozen uh, I can still hear you which is which is quite uh, can you hear me I can yeah you can hear me yeah <laughs> I can't hear you I'm probably gonna have oh, no. to log out and come back in oh, oh there, look, all of a sudden oh. it I came back. There we go. Can I hear you, though? Can you hear me? No. <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> Let me see something. Maybe a headphone issue. Well, allow me to blabber on for a quick moment. I believe, uh... Oh! Now you can hear me, yeah? Yeah, I'm getting you back. Hold on. So we got some tech. I don't know what happened. You know what it is? Just one one week. <laughs> Of not this. <laughs> this is why we can't take this weeks is why off. We can't take you know one day off. All right, now all of a sudden I hear you. I'm seeing myself. Okay. Sorry about that, everyone. Uh, and that's with the high speed internet and I'm plugged in. So, um, what was I saying? Uh, I think I was. Oh yeah, like it's kind of necessary. You know, we have to have. Um, problems to solve you know something to do something to accomplish so like even if it's like gardening or you know even people you know even if it's spiritual you're like trying to get to this level of peace or we've got to be doing something and um i don't think there's any escaping that to be content you know to to what our show is all about, you know, being content. And um, I, I think we need it, you know, we need it. And I think the, the breaks are necessary. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
the breaks are necessary, but um, they're Ab two said it perfectly. You know, you would no longer on be vacation, and I think that that's the key. You know, so and even even like PK, it reminds me of PK when I told her about one of my experiences, and it's okay, you know, to recharge that way, but you you shouldn't stay there, and and it's just it's not how we work, man. It just isn't, man. It is true. It, it's a universal principle that things are constantly in movement. And it does feel strange because we don't necessarily uh, enjoy that <laughs> with any <Yeah>. frequency. <laughs> and yet it reminds me of like that list of rules that we were talking about a couple weeks ago where, um, you know, life will present you with lessons and it'll present you with the same lesson over and over until you learn it. And once yeah. you learn it, you will begin a new lesson. So, you know, stepping away from it, and whether this, whether you're like taking a vacation or you're just refusing to acknowledge what it is life is showing you, um, is the same insofar as that same let that universal lesson is sitting there waiting for you. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and it, it can be helpful. I, that's I like where you're going with it because it it is like necessary and helpful, and it, it can kind of give you a different perspective when you come back in. Definitely. I think, yeah, it's, those lessons are there to give you a different perspective. And uh, it's a lesson you, for some universal reason, you are meant to be learning or meant to be working on uh, at this time. Let's jump into Navi real quick. Yeah, Living Navi's in the country. It's like the time is different. My uncle lives in a small country town in Canada. Literally the only black guy in town. I told him I can tell they like you because they still haven't installed street lights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, I guess Canada. Oh, goodness. Canada's yeah. always so so nice, right? Everything is always so nice about Canada. So they say, but then I feel like Canada has some sketchy stuff too, actually. Yeah, there's got to be they, some stuff under there. They, uh, they're America's little brother, and they, they, they get away with things when mom isn't looking, you know? <laughs> Yeah, probably. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, I don't have enough experience with Canada to to have a real opinion. So, yeah, me too. I, I just got. I guess I got to go with the hype. I don't even. Yeah, know. Yeah, sure, sure, right, right. Yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, man, I, I feel you on the vacation stuff, and a lot of people are going away now. A lot of people are um, booking stuff. We we booked a vacation for the end of the year. Um. I'm imagine. I'm not imagining. I know people are because it wasn't easy to find stuff. That's right. Yeah, everybody's you going like nuts tough. right now. Like you know, and, and it's <laughs> sure. and it's a little more expensive, and and everything's mm -hmm. just you know, everyone's trying to make up for lost time. So we're sure. in this like rush of uh, people trying to go away and stuff, and and you know, I I think it's like, uh, hold on a second. <clears throat> Yeah, my throat is like clogged up, and I didn't even bring water with me today. Um, yeah, I think I think it's like this. Uh, I don't know balance. We always got to get balance, you know. It's not too much of one, not too much of the other. It's got to be, um, you know, the what is it? Uh, Ivan always says uh, the dose makes the poison. Indeed. Yeah. So too Indeed much vacation, too much work. <laughs> too much uh, play, too much anything is no good. Yeah, I mean, in a way, it's a perfect illustration of the fact that I guess the game of life is all about balance. Yeah. Um, which is frustrating because it's so actually hard. easier. 
it would be easier to live in either predominantly or all negativity or all positivity. And we even kind of erroneously uh, seek that. Um, you know, that Jack Cornfield quote, I always love to, to say that, you know, he says, if everything's perfect in your life and you're never upset and everything's going perfectly, you're probably a dog. Um, yeah, you know, the, yeah. the game of life is not to be happy, even though it feels good to be happy. And why would we not seek being happy? But if we are to be happy, it's through a sense of contentedness. Even content, being content is about being balanced. Yeah. Um, it, you know what's interesting? Not to cut you out, but mm. it's right on that thought that you're saying. Um, there's a lot of people who will defend, um, like, kind of fiercely that you shouldn't have pain. That you shouldn't, you know, have these ups and downs. You know, but continue. I'm sorry. I just I wanted to throw that out there for later or something. Well, it's an interesting point, man, because, um, you know, I think uh, whether these criticisms are true and, and we've mentioned this before, but, you know, about younger generations being kind of soft and everybody gets a trophy. So then everybody um, and that, you know, you need to have some toughness and whatnot, um, which is true. Uh <laughs> One of my favorite quotes from that radio lady, Delilah, character is carved with a knife called pain. Yeah, I love that. Um, but see, a lot of people, you know, there's there's sort of this, um, uh, you know, there's a lot of these uh, people who've kind of escaped fundamentalism and they're like full tilt, you know, on this on this other direction. And uh, which is nice because it's like, all right, we, you know, we, I say we because I'm one of them and... Uh, free of these chains now and, and like this having this liberty of uh just you know the chains are off you know you can go anywhere you want think anything you want to think it's great um but then at the same time there there's there's like this defense of joy you know um whereas they're, they're really um in a different type of way like they're, they're not shaming you, but they're trying to convince you that, like, you should be going through difficult stretches um, and you should be able to with this kind of, like, happiness about it. And, that, and that's weird because I hated that about fundamentalism. Hmm. And I always fought that vigorously because it was always, you know, there's joy in suffering that, you know, like, the, and, and they abused that kind of like, if you were sad and you weren't holy, you know, you weren't praying enough, you weren't close enough to God. That's why you're sad, because even though your life is falling apart, you should be full of joy. And I and I'm kind of weirded out by the fact that there is this unfundamentalist kind of reconfiguration <laughs> of the same old you know shh, you know what i not to <laughs> curse but um it's like weird to me and and i'm i'm gonna propose something like because i've been experiencing this a lot um with a lot of amazing things happening in my life like like at a 10 level you know just stuff i've been working on for so long like a decade you know or more um in in 
in personal stuff, in my family, and even like in business. Just stuff I couldn't imagine coming to fruition. And at the same time, stuff that bad is happening. Mm. So for me, you know, what I've been thinking about a lot uh, is like, it's not this or that, you know, and, you know, and, and the, you know, the defenders of walking, you know, on air while, while, while everything is falling apart will absolutely hate me for this. And that's okay because I, I just can't do it. Um, the, I think it, you, you, we stand in this paradox constantly and I'm proof of it for myself right now where, uh, you can have max joy. Joy can be at a 10 of, of you, sh you know, blessings. And it can also at the same exact moment be at a 10 for pain. And I call that living, you know, call me crazy call me goofy call me an idiot or spiritually immature because i'm used to it that's all i got when i was a fundamentalist and if you know being out here in the free world of spirituality <laughs> i guess i found my place again and uh, you know I'm, I'm an idiot to here too fine you know that, well, that that's makes two a, of us mike that's my role you know i seem to i seem to <laughs> i seem to be excellent at finding that role for myself in all environments Meant uh, to be then. Being the uh, the strange bird, the you know the the villain, um, always seem to find that that it's like a, I've carved out a niche for myself in life. <laughs> the yes. strange bird, the villain, the bad guy, uh, <laughs> you know. And and I'm you know, you just gotta if that's it. Yeah, I'm gonna it. wear it like a warm sweater, you know. That's okay. That's <laughs> it's hard, but it's it is what it is, you know. I think we got a comment from Erica here. Erica saying, "We know this, but taking time away from job can have physical and mental health benefits, of course, absolutely. <clears throat> taking vacation can help stress, a better outlook on life, and more motivation to achieve goals. All very true. Yeah, absolutely. And to Erica's point, that's something we really kind of haven't addressed, which is that." Sometimes life can be quite overwhelming, um, and it is nice to be airlifted out of those responsibilities yeah. so that you can see them clearly. And you could honestly and even argue, yeah, that that you uh, are meant to, like a vacation or even any kind of just like stepping away from a situation um, can sometimes be the very thing that gives you the clarity. And maybe, yeah, kind of recharges your batteries to be able to address that situation properly in a way that you wouldn't have been able to before taking that kind of step away from yeah. it. Yeah, I, I agree. I think um, Navi had something here, too. Always freaked out by those individuals who pretend that your life isn't the way it should be because you may not be religious enough. Yeah, yeah and I would apply that to... The unreligious... Uh, I mean, Right. Yeah, I would apply that to the unreligious as well. People are like, well, why don't you just... Yeah, you know, it's funny because it's like if you're not... If you're not... One thing that I'm I'm learning, and, I, and I'm apparently I'm not destined to float on the clouds. Is that so, Mike? Oh, no, damn. I never well, quite got the hang of it. That's not you know, terrible to like, for you. Yeah, and when I'm, when I'm among all these floaters, I'm like, uh, you know, it's like, you know... 
I mean, hey, it's like a bubble that they've created. And um, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm a reality buff. Yeah. You know? Is that so crazy? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, you know, <laughs> I'm big on that. You know, like uh, it, it's something, you know, because uh, <laughs> it's just it's just an odd thing to be, you know. It's it's not not many people are real. They like to watch reality TV and 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 true stories, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, I, I I think that's a way of 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 dealing with real and and not at the same time, you know, because it's like, oh, this is reality. It's really not. There's cameras there. They know they're being filmed. Yes, but let's not let's not even think of that, right? <laughs> and doesn't it say something about living in a sort of pretend reality? Um, like, uh, isn't that like, even when you like live on social media and stuff like that, aren't you living in a manufactured reality? Yeah. I got a question um, here from Lewis. What's up, Lewis, man. I'm glad your, your dad is doing better, bro. I've been watching, uh, on media. Uh, what do you mean, but destined to not float on uh, clouds? Um, basically what I mean by that is like within my, when I was in, in the ultra, religious cult fundamentalists there were there were many who claimed to be like at this high level of peace and like nothing bothered them they were like they they had this like special thing you know that that you could get to and and i and i could never you know i i always found it bs you know and so that's what i mean by like floating on the clouds it's like um I've, I've, you know, and that's why I say I'm a reality buff because it's like, like I said now, you know, like I got, I got, I got joy at 10 and pain at 10 right now in my life. And to me, that's not floating on a cloud. That's like, that's like being leveled out. You know, it's like, don't, you're not really going to float on a cloud. You know, I might float on a cloud on Father's Day when I'm with my family on the beach having a great time for a little while. But I'm not constantly floating in it, and there's this like constant flux of, of ups and downs, joys, pains, uh, victories, losses, failure, success, um, and and it's always being sold, and and you know the the unreligious can be even more religious, to me, you know if if they want to, it's all their choice, and I'm not a bubble guy, man. I don't want to make my own bubble. I don't, I don't, I don't want to be in a part of any of that stuff. You know, I'd rather, I'd rather cry. I'd rather, uh, deal with something I did wrong. Um, face it. Um, it's just me, man. That's just how I'm built, man. You know? Yeah. And I do think nowadays, especially let's say in America, there is an overemphasis on um, trying to walk on the clouds constantly, to constantly be happy. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that has to do with we, we, the, the material conditions that peop, a lot of people live in, particularly when we're constantly comparing ourselves to the television and to those reality stars and to the famous celebrities that we see on TV and they're in the magazines, whatever. Um, you know, one of the things that's been interesting, I guess, generally about the internet is that we get to hear people's voices and we get to, um, just hear from people that we would never otherwise hear from before. 
So what we're discovering is that a lot of people have a lot of difficulties with a lot of different things. And so then, you know, and, and it is true we have a lot of inequality in the world and, and people live very difficult lives in a modern world in which they probably should not have to do that. And so an internet's a good place to kind of take to the um, virtual streets and uh, voice your discontentedness about X, Y, and Z. And everybody says, well, millennials complain a lot and they, they don't work hard and stuff like this. Yeah. Um, but because we have more of a detailed recognition of the various <coughs> ways that people suffer in their day-to-day life, be they big, medium, or small, it is led to maybe an overemphasis on trying to be happy. Yeah. And, and especially when we can create a sort of veneer of ourselves via social media... And we, uh, if we know that people are hurting and it's good to be, it's bad to be bad, it's bad to dwell in negativity and it's good to be happy and stuff. Mm -hmm. It all the more incentivizes you to present an image wherein you seem like you're doing great. And, you know, unfortunately, and I have experienced this and I I know that you have as well, uh, a lot of folks I think who have clinical depression um, their friends and things say well I, I would have never guessed I, I thought he was just yeah. a happy-go-lucky guy even you know when we lose someone say I, I never would have seen that coming and from an intuitive standpoint it's like well why why how could you not know that this person was being tortured by the situations in their life and it speaks to a, a defi- it speaks to defining happiness as qualitatively better than any kind of negativity or difficulty that we may be working through. And that if we have some negativity, we can't tell anybody about it. Yeah. We really have to deal with it on our own. Not only do we have to deal with it on our own, it's our fault. It's individually, singularly my yeah, that, fault. That's, that's, that's this, the worst this situation. part of, of, of how we treat that. Yes, and then it creates this spiral of loneliness. I can't tell anybody about any of this. And yet, so when I'm out socially, I need to say, oh, I'm doing pretty good, actually. Uh, Everything's fine. And and the thing is, like, I'm such a, uh, look, and I'm not being, I'm not taking out the whip and whipping myself today, people. I'm just being honest. Um, (laughs) I'm not whipping myself. I I don't do that anymore. uh, not in a serious way. I may whip myself, you know, once in a while, but but not like sure, in a serious anyway. way. Right. Um, you know, like for me, this is, this is how much of a weirdo I am. One of my proudest moments, and and uh, I don't have to worry because he he's definitely not going to watch this. So, it's, <laughs> and none of his friends are. They're way out of the age group of watching this. But my youngest, um, he was standing on the graduating line. He graduated. Uh, congratulations, by the way. Thank you. And, you know, he's, he's, he's a 13-year-old boy. And one of the hardest things for a 13-year-old boy is to be emotionally mature. Certainly. Because we're way behind. Uh, way behind yeah. the, the, the woman. I think about myself at 13. And, and girls. Oh boy. Yeah. And one of the, I'm telling you, this is the proudest moments ever is, you know, he wasn't feeling great on the line. You know, he had a tough time through in the school years. 
school isn't his favorite thing. It wasn't and mine either. So he, instead of like taking it out on 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 the, on us or just being being like you know messed up, you know I waited I waited a little while. I saw he wasn't like he was kind of like not himself, and I said. You know, and I talked to him, you know, we talked a little, but then I asked him later, I said, I said, what was going on? And the fact that he could just say this to me, I was so proud. He said, I don't know why, but I was angry. And I think I know why, you know, but I didn't tell mm -hmm. him because I need him to, to process, you know. Mm -hmm. But um, I was so proud, man, because to, to not blame anyone to not say because mom did this. I mean, that's the weirdo I am. You know, most people get proud because their kid uh, gets on the honor roll. But that did it for me. Mm. And, you know, that's, you know, that's what I'm just, you know, like I said, I carved my own niche. I'm the <laughs> unusual one. I'm the weirdo. I'm the villain. I'm the persona non grata. I'm the, I'm the, uh, <laughs> Put your finger on me. Point at me. Here I am. I, yes. I'm just starting. You know what it is? I'm just starting to hug that and wear it like a sweater, man. That's who I am. That's all you can do, Mike. And that's the proper thing to do. And uh, to, your, to your point, man, it does require a tremendous level of emotional maturity. Oh, God. And do emotional. Do. I don't know adults of, who can do that. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> And it's like, uh, and there are people, you know, who can do that at times and, and, and not at others. So that, that maybe that's part of life too. But um, isn't it the case that when something is wrong, and, and unfortunately we learn this from a very young age, I think. Um, isn't it the case when something goes awry, when we have an expectation and that expectation is not met, even if it's something simple like, I thought I was going to be happy and I'm not. Yeah. When that occurs, the first thing we often look to do is whose fault is it? Yeah. Who can I blame? Right away. And this goes all the way up to even, yeah, like fundamentalist thinking or how countries justify whatever they do. Yeah. As well, God told us to. But that's really the same thing as when uh, you punch your little brother when you're a kid and then your mom says what'd you do that for and you go well dad said that it, it was uh well actually they they said it. you immediately yeah. try and take this yeah. blame that Off. could possibly be your own mm -hmm. and you say well, i'm not wearing I this have i have authority <laughs> from other sources that said that this yeah. is actually fine <laughs> oh no this isn't my jacket <laughs> i found exactly. this <laughs> yeah you can have it yeah yeah oh, it's fine i don't uh, even want I, it and i didn't even i don't even <laughs> And so that's like the childish example. And yet, adults of all sorts do that constantly, myself included. Yeah, yeah. And it does require a lot of maturity to, in a moment, just be like, I don't really know why. Oh, man. But it, but, but it just is. That was proud, proud. Like, I'm not exaggerating. Like, it almost brings tears to my eyes just to think of that moment. I'll never forget it. And it... It is, I guess, if you were looking to actually uh, place a source of blame or at least a causation to that instance and every instance, what it could be, what a leap of faith would allow you to 
uh, frame life as is the universe, God, is making you feel this way at this time. And, you know, yeah, yeah. and the, the Buddha's noble truth, like, let's not instantly fight against that feeling. Let's uh, monitor it. Let's live in it and see what is this lesson that could be presented, even if it's a teeny tiny little thing, in that moment. Now, it's, again, hard to do, but it's a lot easier to blame the entire universe, and it might even be more scientifically accurate than it often is to say, like, it's this person's fault, they did this to me, they're completely wrong, I need to cut them out of my life completely, yeah. I was just perfect the whole time. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah. What I've come and, to learn with, with those things is that this is how I explain it for myself. Um, I feel like the body um, is smarter. I know I, I don't know how to say it in a, in a different or better way. I feel like there's this intuitive. Uh, my I always say it like this: like my body loves me, and you know, being angry or having these emotions, it's because my body loves me and it's is telling me something that I need to take a look at emotionally. You know, people think it's only, you know, the body is only speaking to you because you have a pain or, or your, your arm hurts or your stomach is hurting or you're feeling nervous. You know, there's other ways, you know, in these emotions of anger, of this, of that, things, things that might not match up. There's this like intuitiveness that the body is saying, hey, for example, in that situation, you're angry. Well, I don't know why. Your body's ahead of you. Your hmm. body knows, you know, like you don't even know why. Well, maybe it's because you went through a lot of crap in that school. <laughs> and you shouldn't have because you should have had fun. Mm -hmm. It was a difficult experience, you know. and But the body knows that before you, the soul and, and everything. So, you know, and that's a challenge to the, 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 the very uh, negative way that some hyper-religious uh, beliefs uh, think the flesh is evil. You know, the, mm -hmm. I don't believe in that either. You know, the, I don't think the flesh is evil. I don't think it's just this kind of thing we are, we're wrapped up in. I, it, it's, it has a lot of intuitive, powerful things to, to share with us if we pay attention to it, you know. And uh, there's some comments we missed, man. Uh, what do we got here? Navi. I have to totally agree with you, Mike, because in school, we get in the way of their education. Education of life, the things, of course, school never teaches. Um, well said there. Um, it is interesting uh, because particularly like being in, in school um, and being a young person like that, um, some of the most important things I learned in high school and college had nothing to do with whatever the, was on the test. Um, and, uh, I think as we have mentioned before, like education, that formal process could go a long way in maybe trying to address some sort of emotional education, um, as well as like more a pragmatic yeah. education about uh, yeah, but a then, number of things. Then they'd, they'd be listening to weirdos. 
like me, and they don't want to do that. They're, they've all got the, their oh, ship is so in order. Bad. Everything is tight. They have no problems, you know. Everybody's, you know, everybody's all so well put together, you know. Sure, certainly. No, certainly. One, no one's falling apart. Uh, we got <laughs> Lewis here. Uh, I'll read one. Want me to read one? I feel like I'm making you read them all. You go right ahead, sir. We got want to share the work with you, to be fair. <laughs> Society and social media places such importance on really unimportant stuff. Celebrate the, the simple things. My dad has been suffering short-term memory loss, and him remembering that I was coming to see him made my week. That's powerful. That's really powerful. And, and, and look at that. I mean, joy, joy, pain, it's all wrapped up. I mean, that's me. You know, that's what I'm saying, man. I mean, that, that's that's on, on the same... Uh, wave i would say of kind of what i've been thinking about during today's episode is it's all wrapped up man you know we we want this neat you know packaged like a like a can of coca-cola you know it's like refreshing it's this it's gonna make you happy and uh you know that coca-cola is killing you man <laughs> it's like that's the reality of it, it and is. and um it's 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 interesting man you know i i don't know why we don't deal in things um in what my opinion is is a more honest way i was very honest lewis you know it's like you know uh that one thing you know it, it made your day you know but and that's in a terrible uh difficult situation but there's hope and that's what i i feel like that's life is this gumbo of of joy pain sorrow loss nervousness excitement fear fearlessness it's that's how i process it you know i can't close my eyes to to pain i can't make up an excuse you know and not take responsibility for something you know i mean that i might have missed or you know whatever it is i just it just doesn't work for me you know that's that's why you know i'm telling you man like you know it's really this is really informing um my project and you know i just i want to have a, a, that voice man i'm gonna own it man you know it's it's a very very it, there's not many there's not many voices like that you know so and and and, and the thing is you 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 will be a target you're gonna be you're gonna and, and i'm you know and it's helping me understand why i always end up in a certain place within groups and I think that 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 is why, you know, and uh, a part of it, you know, there's it's a piece of it. It's probably not the whole thing, but it, it's a piece of it, you know. And 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 being being that kind of realistic uh, approach again is actually the, I think the most effective means of living a at least a life that is more balanced and more content. Uh, because the moment you start rejecting all these things and, and thinking you're walking on the clouds constantly is to, at the same time, invite all sorts of negativity <laughs> into your life. Yeah, in <laughs> and weird uh, way. this brings up a, a great point that, isn't it, don't we all kind of realize that society at large and social media especially places importance on really unimportant, unimportant stuff. stuff? Yeah. And that is very damaging. One of the things I think is is tough um, about social media is 
it makes everyone think that they have to be or should be a brand. You are not just a person experiencing life. You are a, a, a hustle and grind yeah, brand. brand. And so when you look on television and watch commercials, well, everybody who's using the right products is very happy and perfect and good. And, oh, my, it's so cheap. It's a great deal. Yeah, and, 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 and if, if you aren't. Audi. Uh, and it's really, I mean, and even something like, I think about this all the time that, well, I'm a performer and I play shows and stuff like that. And at least some of the reason why I think people are attracted to uh, even becoming social media stars, becoming TikTok stars, is because it would be better to do that than it would be to you know, work some other kind of j stupid job that you didn't care about. Yeah, and I, I think and it's so also, sorry to cut you, but I think it's also assembly line, you know, packaging. We we see what someone else does. We you know to be successful, one of the number one things is to find someone who's done it and do what they did. And True. this assembly line, we, we're we, you know we we we've taken such, in my opinion, you know, we've taken such a leap away from just humanity and being human and and embracing a, the mess that we are. You know, just a, a pure mess that we are. And, yeah, and if and, mm. and we're trying to be assembly. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no, no, no. Um, yeah, and, and, man, and what a what a and maybe it can't be this way, but if we could appreciate the totality of each other, that we are oh, sometimes we could good, do that. sometimes bad, sometimes happy, sometimes sad, sometimes up, sometimes I down. I wouldn't be the black sheep if we could <laughs> That's do that. True. If 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 I could accept the totality myself included and they could we'd all be better for it i we have to do all? it too i'm not good at it either so <laughs> we got some good comments man obtuse is there's only a few important things and none of them are allowed around here without the permission of your landlord this is true this is true that cannot <laughs> true. be denied we we make our own pro we can make our own program we can Ooh. run our own program mm -hmm. we can we can do that. We are, our brain is powerful, and we are powerful enough that we can write the script and follow it. That's facts. Yeah. Uh, Javon says many times we are not willing to allow ourselves to be vulnerable to face these things. Do you agree that fear keeps us from growing further? Well, <sighs> one of the things about that social media type of, like I said, veneer of a person is you specifically cannot show any vulnerability. Right. And, uh, you know, it's a very kind of traditionally, let's say, like, uh, male thing to, you know, you can't show any vulnerability. You have to be a tough, tough person. And now even with, uh, you know, feminist leanings, well, you're a strong, independent woman. You can never show any vulnerability. So yeah. now all across the board, everybody needs to be rock hard and stand that, look, this world is tough, but I have to go out there and I have to get mine. Yeah, we like overcompensate, you know? Yeah. The people who are most braggadocious, we find, are often the people who at their core are the most hollow. Yeah. And it does, when, when you have this expectation of how you should be, how you need to be, suck it up and deal with it. Yeah, it's like the big bag of potato chips that was mostly air. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like this little handful of potato chips in this giant bag <laughs> that you thought was enough for the whole family, but it's barely enough for two, three people. What a perfect metaphor, man. <laughs> got that bag of Doritos. You're like, it's full. Let me pop it yeah. open. Yeah. And you got to reach way down. And, wait a second. Hold on. Wait. Oh, my God. Yeah. This and it's, lot- it's kind of funny because we honestly, man... <laughs> I, I know it's 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 weird to say this, um, but it's like we're being raised by corporations, and 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 we're we're instead of us directing traffic, you know, products and 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 and, and things like that are directing the traffic, and they're, they're telling us what to do. We're listening, and I'm not doing that, man. Like, and it's it's not easy to do it to not do it these days because. Man, you're alone. You're 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 solo. You're flying solo for the most part. You know, it's a miracle that I found you, Derek. Yeah, like, I know. That we can kick it like this. It's that was a miracle. That took me forty six years, man. Forty five, whatever. Forty four. Yeah. It took me a long time, and and it's like, you know, I'm super grateful. Um, me too. And uh, it's just not a common thing. It's just, you know, like some, you know, it's it's like, actually. It's it's just like you find a an animal. You know how they have these these you know animals are certain. Uh, like for example, uh, giraffes. They all look the same basically, but then there's these rare white ones, right? That's right. And they they're around too. And how do you think they feel? You know, they're like, what what the hell? They're, they're beautiful though, of course. But yeah. to the rest of the giraffes, they're like, what's wrong with this dude? Like what you know why what's going on with this guy here man but they're beautiful you know and I, and and for those for anybody that relates to what I'm saying in any way um I'm going to dare say that you know that's 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 who who I am that's who anybody who's on this the wave of what I'm thinking is different um singled out a lot of times but beautiful you know, and, and it may not be beautiful to um, that group that's singling you out or pointing the finger at you, um, but you gotta you you love yourself and you gotta know you you, you gotta do that you know or, or else the you know the corporate way of, of doing everything that we've learned it will destroy you because you have to be your own advocate and I'll go back to even what. You know what Optu said. You know he said, "You got to give the permission." You know you're the landlord, mm. and only what you allow on. And you know you've got to you've got to do that. You know you've got to do that. You know I'm I'm you know I admit the things I'm saying, but I but I also um, I love myself and uh, I find strength in, in understanding that um, it's okay to be that person. You know. And that may be that your role, and and I think we all have unique roles if we dig in deep enough. Obtuse has another one here. Let's see. Yeah, it's uh, my power to sleep or to be awake is mine alone. There's no one who owns that except me. It cannot be lorded or managed. Refusing landlording is the first task if we've woken up, and that is very true. Uh, jumping off what you said, uh, Mike is like, um. 
there are so many things, and the powers that be are really, in a lot of ways, trying to strip you of your agency. And even the advertising industry uh, creates a problem and then prescribes to you the remedy for said problem. Yeah, isn't but at that the nice end of, them? of the day, it's really you do have, a, and you know, of course, isn't true for a hundred percent of cases, but um, your contentedness will lie in your own hands. It sure because does. Because there are, um, yeah, you know, impov- materially impoverished people who are probably on a moment-to-moment basis more content than um, very wealthy people in the West. And that is like a spiritual principle that cuts across um, the entire, quote-unquote, American dream. Um, And so that does mean that we do have this agency to... Uh, be in control of, let's say, like our habitual thought patterns, the things that we choose to dwell on, and the way that we frame the experiences of our life. And that's very empowering. Mm-hmm. Um, because we do often think that, well, because I don't have a nice big old house, I could never be X, Y, and Z. Um, and that uh, is is quite, quite powerful. Um, Lewis says, uh, but you can look at yourself in the mirror. People are afraid to go in against the grain, but right is right. Yeah. Um, and Javon says, true, or you can subscribe to their version of contentment and kill yourself trying to obtain it. Yes. Good point. Because that's another yeah. thing about... You could you, subscribe we, to it. We are a, a community of peoples, and yet we do have some individual relation to what's going on. So... Um, one of the things even about like an artist's journey across all types of art is um you know you just want to be when you're first coming up you just want to be the person the person you idolize you just want to be whomever um and in fact your inability to be exactly what that person was creates who you are um and you know so far as you are you are inspired by people. Uh, that's a good thing to continue to push you along, but being disappointed by not being exactly what someone else taught you to be, someone else said yeah. you should be, um, that's is excellent. In many cases, suffering that you're just opting into, um, and that, and, and did you have no control over either. Exactly right. So There's you're so definitely not controlling the controllable with that one. <laughs> definitely not you know <laughs> and and that's interesting too because that's one of my favorites for you know that ivan always always says is uh control the controllable and you know you ke- in my opinion you know this is just me talking uh you can't really control who you really are you know i think you can control uh your perspectives you can you you're the landlord you can you can um decide what comes in what doesn't come out you can do your programming um you can do it you have a lot of power but i my this is my opinion that there's there's something like a personality you know like that is from from a child you know from from when you were inside your your mom's womb there's something and it's connecting with that 
is super important in my view. Um, and it, it's, I'm going to go out on a limb here because I can't, I don't, I, I've only experienced life from one perspective. <laughs> As most do. Yeah. And I can't do anything about that. But, um, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that that connection to, um, whatever you want to call it, your true self, your personality or whatever, I think it's really, really important because to get to through, you know, the storms aren't going to be easy, but to get through them will allow, like, for example, like what I'm saying, like, let's, let's just say, you know, I, whatever, I call it myself weird. Um, embracing that weirdness um, and, and like owning it is owning that little, little mic running around with a tape recorder. And I feel like I got to defend him throughout my life from other people. And um, that's something that I think is real important to everything we're talking about today, to, to you know, the, the assembly line, the trying to be what other people, you know, the, the, it's the reason why I was prouder of my son for doing for for saying what he said than than for graduating um because i know that that connection to that child you know that real what i consider the real pure mike um i think it's everything i think that we we become something like ramdas says you know you got to you got to become something before you can become nothing and and the, and the nothing he means, you know, to me, is everything. You know, the, the nothing he's talking about is 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 everything. It's everything worth, um, you know, and it's all worth it. You know, it, it's it's. I, I'm not gonna say you should live on a cloud, man. I'm not doing that. But I am gonna say that through the pain, through the difficulty, through those experiences. There, there is also joys, you know, there are also, but I will never negate the suffering, you know, the meaning is in the suffering, the, I, I'm sorry, I cannot do that, you know, there's a lot of pressure out there these days to negate the suffering, the suffering is grace, right, Derek, I mean, that's one of your favorites, mm -hmm. suffering is grace, and I'm never going to back down from that, it's, I'm never going to back down and I'm never going to try and walk around on a cloud and, 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 and try and teach people or share with people to, to find ways to avoid suffering. You, you ain't going to avoid no suffering. You're mm -hmm. going to suffer. And the more real you are and the more genuine you are and the more you love people and the more open your heart is, the more your heart is going to break. It's just the way it is. You know, you got to make those choices. Are you going to live with an open heart? Are you going to um, do what you think is right in pain sometimes, in difficulty? Or are you always going to look for that little cloud of joy and say, this doesn't bring me cloud of joy. I'm not doing it. You know, because love, love, loving people is not easy. Loving people in their in their difficulties, loving people 
when they're in a difficult space, loving people, uh, like, it's not easy, like, really loving people, even when you don't understand them, when they're not making any sense, when they're not even connecting with who they are and they're just being a complete pain in the ass. It's mad hard. It's not easy. And, you know, if we're to follow, you know, the great commandments of love one another and love God above everything, which to me is that's if I had to pick one quote for my life and the most powerful one I've ever heard, I'd say that's it. And um, if we're going to do that, it's not easy. I'm sorry. It's not full of benefits. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not. Yeah. It has benefits. It has benefits. It's not it has tremendous just benefits. full of benefits. It's, it's not no, exclusively No, it's full of benefits. pain. It's full of joy. It's full of phenomenal uh, uh, accomplishments. And uh, you're gonna, you'll see things, and I, I'm speaking from experience. You'll see things in, in the people you love, if you love them enough, you'll see changes in them that you would have bet millions that would never have happened. Mm. And that's your reward. It's not going to yeah. be a, an award. It's not going to be a platinum uh, thing. It's not going to be anything. If anything, and, it, and <laughs> this is a funny one. My brother laughed at this. Because recently, uh, some, someone hurt me so perfectly. This is what you're going to get. You want to love people? You want to be open? This is sometimes what you're going to get. Mm -hmm. Someone hurt me so perfectly that I was astounded. Like it was like a thing of beauty. <laughs> like it was, I was actually dumbfounded. I was like, wow, this was like timed perfectly. Mm -hmm. It was strategic. It was like, you could not have, it was like the perfect storm. It was the, it was like that perfect anything in, in any, whatever you love, whether it's music if it's sports, the perfect play, the perfect, this was pinnacle. Mm -hmm. And it was so good. Like it was so, it's hurt me so perfectly. And I've never been like quite hurt that way that I wanted to like give them an award. <laughs> like that's how much of a goof I am. Like I, w I was like so impressed and mm -hmm. I was like, I wanted to go and give them an award. Like you, perfectly achieved your goal like you if you you wanted to hurt me and whatever was it was it anger revenge but i was like man you did it spectacularly <laughs> and, and there was even someone who piggybacked off it it was like they got Great. they they almost it was almost like they got the 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 alley-oop they alley-ooped it it was like one person did it and then they alley-ooped it to this other person very impressive. And he was also the perfect person to do it. Like, it Come could not in. have been more perfect. <laughs> and, and it's like, and you know, those things, they do make you stronger. Yeah. Like, that's true. And I was going to say, to react the way you did requires a sort of detachment, but it also requires just a recognition of what exactly we are and where exactly we reside. Yes. Which is yes. to say, to your original point, that that's life and oh, you will have yeah. those moments yeah man and and, and i know there's a couple clouders out wrong. there 
Getting, getting like, no, it's not. You've got to cut those You've got to figure out. it out. You've got to figure this out for yourself. You'll learn one day, you know? And you're, you know, but I'm sorry, man. I don't think I'm going to get too much further than where I am now. I think I'm probably just going to flux up and down. I'm going to be wrong about some of the stuff I think I'm right pretty soon. Mm-hmm. And it is the way it is, man. And that'll be that. And that'll be that. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, Mike, this was two weeks in the making. Um, yeah. A happy belated Father's Day to you, good sir. Thank you. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, congrats congrats to your son for moving on to bigger and better things. Yes, he did it. And the graduationes, that's a big day in a young man's life, a young person's life, I should say. It sure was. And, uh, yeah, it's good you got to the beach, you know? It is. Uh, it is. It was. It was good to be at the beach, right? I think I need to go again. I did, I would agree. I'm gonna have to try for try for that again. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and uh, make it over there myself. Erica adds at the end, hope, rejoice in our suffering. Suffering produces perseverance, character, and character, hope. Yes. Very true. Um, and isn't yeah. that a bit of a paradox, Mike? To end on that, it's the it's suffering a huge that paradox. The hope. Because that's from the New Testament and a lot of places who hold up that book are, t- are shaming you for suffering. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but that's another topic. Thank you. Thank you, honey. That was perfect. That was thank actually the perfect seal for the, for the episode. Yes. Um, thank you, everybody, for chiming in today. We'll be back next Sunday. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you We're soon. We're out of here.